For a long time, fixed income was an uninspiring topic. Recently, that's changed, and we've got an expert to tell you why. From Thrivent Asset Management, welcome to episode 50 of Advisors Market 360, a podcast for you, the driven financial advisor. In recent months, the typically quiet fixed income sector of the market has awakened and captured the attention of savvy investors looking for viable fixed income investments to add to their portfolios. How are economic forces driving the performance of fixed income, and what should we expect going forward? To answer these questions and many more, we turned to Steve Lowe, CFA, Thrivent's chief investment strategist, who also has an extensive background in fixed income. To kick things off, we got Lowe's views on what's going on with the Federal Reserve, or Fed, and how its actions have greatly affected fixed income. A good place to start because most of fixed income starts with what the Fed is doing. Um, So the Fed is nearing the end of a a very aggressive hiking cycle, and they're likely to pause um, after they reach you know, a target range of probably five to five and a quarter percent. Maybe they'll do 25 basis points more, um, depending on how inflation does. But they'll be well into estimated restrictive range. In other words, they are act, they think they're actively slowing the economy at that level. Um, and then the Fed expects to hold a, it's called the terminal rate for over a year, well into 2024. You know, we doubt they make it that far for a couple of reasons. One, we think they'll be forced to cut you know, may, probably later this year as the economy slows and most likely slips into a recession. And we think inflation will also continue to moderate. Um, it already has. You know, you still have some really sticky elements to it, but it should cool further as the economy slows. So a, a key to this view um, is that banks are also tightening lending standards. So they're doing some work added on to the Fed. And in particular, they're tightening standards across the board. So for companies, for consumers, for real estate lending. And you can see this in surveys of loan officer surveys. And then the failure of Silicon Valley Bank and the other banks and those issues um, are most likely going to cause um, banks to further tighten credit. As the Fed is slowly getting closer to its target range, it seems like rates have finally stabilized. Of course, the economy does not always behave in the expected manner. Lowe's assumption is that rate cuts may happen later this year, but he does have one very big caveat. Yes, you guessed it, inflation. The key challenge to the Fed cutting rates is just really persistent inflation, that they will feel that they need to raise rates even higher and risk a recession because not um, tamping down inflation in the long run it, it is worse. And there are really sticky elements to inflation right now. It's still very high. But there are a lot of signs of inflation slowing. CPI, the Consumer Price Index, has fallen from 9 to 5% already. Um, goods drove inflation into the pandemic, and those are coming down um, pretty sharply. You know, computers, cars. Um, and you, you see other things like online prices. There are um, tracking of that. Those have started to roll over supply chain kinks and shortages have largely eased. You know, freight rates are down. And then, you know, finally, I would say producer prices, which are input prices, those have fallen sharply, um, you know, partly because energy is a component of it, but even um, core producer prices have, have fallen significantly. Any discussion of the Fed always comes around to their desire to curb inflation, even if it means pushing the economy into a recession. Lowe offers his insights into this delicate dance. Yeah, I think the... Um, you know, the slowing economy will push inflation down over time. 
Um, you know, inflation is volatile when it's high, so it can move up and down. But we do think that the trend is down, that that will allow or um, force the Fed to cut in, in terms of the uh, economy slowing significantly. You know, and if inflation does persist, the Fed's just going to have to come back and raise rates higher. And if they do that, um, that pretty much seals a recession, most likely. And they've been vocal. The, the, the trade-off, they'd rather have a recession than let inflation get out of control. With these various scenarios in play, Lowe offered his thoughts on how the Fed's actions could affect the rates of fixed-income vehicles. We think that rates have, have likely peaked at least long-term rates and, and that they will um, go lower in, in, into this year. Um, and, and that's due to the slower economy and, and inflation because those are the key drivers of rates. Um, you know, we have moved from short duration, which is less interest rate risk, to neutral to a little bit long duration. So taking a little bit more interest rate predicated on on rates falling because when rates fall, um, you know, treasury bonds go go up in price or other bonds. Um, we've also started to shift from an inverted yield curve positioning where you're betting on you know, short-term rates going up higher mm-hmm. than long-term rates to a more neutral position and um, working our way into steepening, which typically happens before a recession because ultimately the market prices in rate cuts, so short rates fall pretty rapidly. And, and when you see the curve steepening, that's typically a sign that you're possibly very close to recession or in, in one, unless, of course, there's a soft landing. Currently, yields are higher than they've been for quite some time. Lowe answered two important questions for investors. One, where should an investor be looking based on the inherent risks in the market? And two, where should investors be going to get yields right now? Yeah, I mean, yields uh, are attractive, particularly you know, if you look back to recent history, yeah. they're, they're very attractive. Um, you know, the, the short end you know, offers very attractive yields because they're high because the Fed's been raising. So you can actually make money on, on the short end of the curve. Um, you know, our bias is to get yield from higher quality because we're concerned about the economy slowing. Um, so we, we would do, you know, high quality like investment grade corporates over, over high yield. You can't talk about fixed income options without also discussing their corresponding credit risk. With his extensive background in fixed income, Lowe has some thoughts on when the higher credit risk is and isn't a good idea, especially when comparing investment grade and high yield bonds. Yeah, and they're somewhat tied to the rate market too, like what what is more rate sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'd rather take interest rate risk and high quality credit risk than low quality credit risk. To me, credit spreads, which is the compensation you're getting for taking risks like default risk um, look rather rich. They're right around median levels right now. So you're, you're, if we are going to a recession, you're not getting paid for that right now. You know, specifically uh, investing grade corporates, you know, that fits with their bias for higher quality. They're more rate sensitive. Um, they, they are stronger companies so they can withstand the downturn um, better than a very levered company. So we think there's good risk reward there. When it comes to high yield bonds, low remains fairly bullish. But he does have some important caveats for investing in high yield bonds, especially with this sector's volatility and the risk of defaults if the economy slides into a recession. You know, high yield um, you know, spreads have held up partly because of inflows yield buyers. I mean, high yield looks rich given the outlook. Um, if you can buy and hold, the absolute yield is still pretty good. But there's going to be a lot of volatility and opportunities actually to buy at lower prices there because defaults likely do increase if the economy slows. Um, You know, we don't think they get to the extremes you've seen in some recent past, but, you know, maybe up to the four to six percent range. If you actually look at levels, um, 
you know, the spread is measured in, you know, basis points or percentage mm -hmm. points. You know, if you get high yield around 600 basis points, that looks attractive. When you get up to around 8% or 800 basis point of a spread, um, that, that we would be very aggressive there because on a forward basis, that is almost always worked out. So far, we've mostly discussed fairly standard fixed income options, but we also wanted to get Lowe's opinion on some of the other flavors available in the fixed income space, such as leveraged loans, preferred debt, or emerging market debt. EM debt for short. Yeah, um, leverage loans were leery of. It has deteriorated. Um, they actually did well last year because of rising rates yeah. and absolute returns, but it's a very low quality asset class and it's drifted lower quality. So we're concerned um, about defaults and credit quality into a slowing economy. You know, EM has been helped by lower rates because it's a long duration asset. So um, what was kind of a headwind has turned into a tailwind for them this year. You know, looking at, you know, other areas, um, preferreds, particularly bank preferreds, um, suffered in the wake of Silicon Valley's failure. Um, and you know, particularly larger cap banks are very well capitalized, um, and we think those look attractive. Thank you, Steve, for your insights into fixed income. We hope he answered your questions about the opportunities and risks in this segment of the market. Thanks for listening to this episode of Advisors Market 360. All episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Email us at podcast at thriventfunds.com with your feedback, questions, and topic suggestions for future episodes. And as always, you can learn more about us at thriventfunds.com and find other insights of interest to you, the driven financial advisor. Bye for now. All information and representations herein are as of May 2nd, 2023, unless otherwise noted. Any indexes discussed are unmanaged and do not reflect the typical cost of investing. Investors cannot invest directly in an index. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Actual investment decisions made by Thrivent Asset Management LLC will not necessarily reflect the views expressed. This information should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or product. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Thrivent Asset Management, a division of Thrivent, offers financial professionals a variety of investment products to help meet their clients' needs. Thrivent Distributors LLC is a member of FINRA and SIPC and is a subsidiary of Thrivent, the marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans.